Welcome to Staying Relevant, the podcast with two best friends, Pete Wicks and Sam Thompson, on their quest for ever long fame. Ever long fame. Uh, yeah, ever long fame. It's a word. It's not. You it's didn't a, really know where you were going with that. You started it, ever, you had sort of finished it, but it didn't really make sense, yeah. did it? Ever staying fame. Ever staying fame. Ever present fame. Ever present fame. Yeah, Any that's others? what we want. We just we want to be famous. Any other words you want to put in instead of sort of present? And relevant. Relevant. Ever yes. relevant fame? Ever relevant. Okay, great. As always, I'll be drinking and I will be swearing, so if you don't like that, go f*** yourself. We love you, though. Now, you can catch us on YouTube every single Friday, and this podcast comes out every single Monday. Now, you, sorry. Go. Thank you. You just keep just oh, no. surely just cutting me off. Sorry. There. Yeah. God, the reviews are right. You do cut in. Um, I've forgotten where it was there. <laughs> oh, no. That's it. Follow us on Staying Relevant Podcast on Instagram, Staying Relevant Podcast on TikTok, and search Staying Relevant on YouTube to watch all the extra bits on Friday. Yeah, because we love some extra bits. Rate, review, and do all that shit and all. Now, we're joined today by somebody who is a titan in the broadcast game, someone I've looked up to for many a year. Uh, we share the same agent. I think that's the only reason he's here. It's Mr. Jordan North. Got a good barber. So I'm, I'm going to Turkey, but then apparently... So we! I'm going go to I'm, I'm gonna go Sam, to Turkey because everyone says you can get it done in Manchester now, but... Sam's got a sunroof, God, I've got... like there... No, he looks good. No, 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 Don't going, lie to no, him. He's going with a fucking sunroof. And mine's, I'm getting a firebed now, the forehead pan, and it's, it's fucking, it's starting Are you going to shave the whole thing off? I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. I, I keep, I'll do it when it goes a bit quiet. Because yeah, they say yeah, you're yeah. better doing it now than when it goes completely. Yeah, But yeah, I'm definitely good. going. It runs in the family and stuff. Yeah, sorry, but, I've got... but the thing is, it's just got to shave your barnet. It's just, for me, that's a bit much. And then wear a hat, haven't you? Yeah, but for like months. Mm. I don't think I, I don't think I want to shave the top. Well, 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 you, can't, you have to, otherwise you'll just have a fryer tuck, won't you? There's so many people you've got. Can't, you can't just shave that bit and then leave a fringe. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. I've seen some celebs on TikTok that have, uh, that have got them, and you'd be surprised how many people have had it done. Yeah, and, and Bradley Cooper, I learned the other day, has had it done. Yeah, Shut up. they all have. They all, loads of people have. Your Beckham's man, had it done. Yeah, oh, Beckham's had it done. Um, in the 60s, they all had it. They all wore Two peeps of whatever they No, they used to glue it yeah. off. Yeah, what's his name? Sean Connery in the whole, all of the Bond ones. It was a syrup. And, and what, what you've got now is uh, they do hair systems, they call them now. Have you seen these? No. Fucking hell, they're serious. So basically, they'll shave the top of your head and they'll glue this fucking thing onto your head and it's like actual hair and then they'll cut it like normal hair. It doesn't grow. Yes. You can wash it, you can do it, and they last about six weeks and then they, it's like basically laying the carpet. Yeah. They lay a carpet and then every six weeks you change your carpet. Yeah. Um, what happens if like you're out on a night out and it's like the five and a half part of the week and so like it's getting no, it doesn't pretty... come. It doesn't come off, it, it just starts getting a bit tanned because mm. the hair's obviously it's not live is it yeah so that's why you do it it doesn't come off it doesn't start slipping back like slowly down imagine you've just got something like flipping off like but, in the wind yeah my mate had it done and he'd been bald for about 20 years um, and then suddenly he turned up one day at the pub um, <laughs> that's like. but, honestly yeah he went from like Jason Statham to Jason Donovan it was fucking mental and then he hates it because every time I see him I go come on come here boy and, he's like, and then I offer him like bowls of water for it like um, the Mickey Flanagan sketch have a look yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are joined by the. I've wanted you on here for ages, by the way. Bless you. Um, he's a very busy man. Uh, he has his own podcast, Help, I Sexted My Boss, um, which is flying at the moment. And I'm a huge fan of. Sorry, that noise you're hearing is Peach just opening another beer. Good lad. Uh, during the intro as well, which is just absolutely awful. 
Uh, it's Mr. Jordan North. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. It is. It's an honour. Thank you. Bless um, you. Were you forced to come here? Well, no, not <laughs> all. I mean, it helps that me and Sam have the exact same agent. So, <laughs> I mean, you have got the exact same agent, but it's still taken months to get you here. Yeah. Is it convincing? I was meant to do it a couple of months ago, but I think... Didn't one of you have the shits or something? Or you had an upset stomach? Hello. Or was it an upset stomach? Yeah. Something yeah, like hello, that. Hello, sir. And yeah. th- that's so weird. I I think I'm psyching in a way because I woke up that morning and I had loads on and I just knew that it was going to get cancelled. Really? Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know why, but I was like... It's because Sam lives mainly off pepperamis. Oh, mate. I love a pepperami and a raw mushroom. <laughs> Delicious. That's basically what I eat. Delicious. Do you like Lunchables as well? Oh, I yeah. love a Lunchable. I love yeah. a Baby Bell. I love Baby Sometimes Bell. Sometimes when we do the podcast, Zara, his missus, um, packs a packed lunch for him. Oh, really? That's yeah. sweet. He's and very sweet. She's yeah. a keeper. She, she puts notes in it. Oh, a little post-it now. Yeah, yeah. she calls me Goose. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> Oh, no, honestly, it makes me just... And if you're ever around them as well, they do little baby noises to each other and it makes me want to punch them both in the fucking head. <laughs> Everyone's got a mate like Pete, haven't they? <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> like, look at them and just think, fuck off. You know what I mean? It's really bad. Um, anyway. Jordan, it's a pleasure having you here, mate. Thank I you. Basically, one of the main reasons is not only because I love your stories on your own podcast, but secondly, you are a man... The, well, our podcast is obviously called Staying Relevant. It's a good start. You are a man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. In ca- just in case anyone was wondering. You've got my pronouns right. Yeah. You're, you're, you're yep. a man. You're a he, him. And uh, you are the definition of what we want to be. Oh. Uh, we're basically trying to stay relevant in an industry that is shooting past us, my friend. Shooting very quickly as well. Wow. Sam, you're he's basically, basically his idol. Your podcast is flying. You're a radio phenomenon. Oh, um, And gosh. Sam is trying to be everything that you are, and he's effectively just not as good. Um, <laughs> so um, I've got to look him in the eye now. <laughs> um, what, 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 why are you so good and Sam's so bad? Oh, that... I we start there? Um, why I, do you think Sam's terrible? I don't think he's terrible. I actually think he's very good. Oh. And Sam's always himself, and I've met him a few times now. So that's that's my number one. I always say, just be yourself, if, especially on the radio. If you're trying to be someone you're not on the radio, or even on a podcast as well, people just see through it. It's all right on telly. You can get away with it a bit on telly, because telly's a bit shiny and a bit showbizy. I think it's best a bit shite. No. <laughs> telly's a bit shite. But, um, but, and, and, you know, you're just on telly for about an hour, but radio, you run for three, four hours, and you've just got to be yourself. You, you've been doing it for years now. I remember... And I mean, you've probably had this regurgitated you like a million times. But when you were, who were you interviewing when you brought out the 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 who do you support? Burnley. Burnley. You brought out a Burnley kit. Yeah. Who was it for? Who was it? Was it Margot Robbie? No. Um, no. You're getting me mixed up with Chris Stark. That was Chris. No, Stark. but you bought a football shirt out. Didn't he do it with a, a Watford shirt? You did it with a Burnley shirt. Yeah, I've given a few people Burnley shirts before. Yeah. I can't have to figure it out. I'm so, a great start. No, and I, I know what you mean, but that was ages ago. Yeah, mate, it? but that was one of the that was oh, one of the things. Followed that, you from afar. I mean, I'd, bless I'd be you, flattered. Did you know from like a very early age that radio was the one for you? Yeah. So um I my dad was in the army, so we moved around every two years. And every time you move somewhere, I'd always listen to the local radio because that gave you an idea of what the town or the place was all about and I just became obsessed with radio and then I used to go on my way to school and I'd be like I want to do this for a living and then I moved to Preston when I was about 14 and I was obsessed with a station called Rock FM part of the Bauer group yeah. where we're here today um, and it doesn't play rock music it's like a pop station and I always wanted to work on there and yeah I've wanted to do it since about 14, 15 I got to the age of 
probably eight or nine when I realised I was really shit at football. In fact, my dad told me. <laughs> so then I thought, right, I'm not going to be a footballer, which most lads want to be when they're younger. I was younger. saying, you want to be a polo player, you posh fuck. No, I didn't. I want to be a Chelsea footballer. <laughs> oh, fair enough. And I never wanted to join the army like my brothers and the rest of my family. So I thought, I'm going to give this this radio malarkey a go. And my, my dad were never convinced. He made me get a trade when I left school. I was really? A, yeah, I was a Britlayer for six months. But You're Bricky we are. Oh, I, I mean... I use the term loosely, Pete. Yeah, <laughs> I was proper shit. I remember the boss saying to me, you are the worst apprentice I've ever had, but you're a good laugh. <laughs> and in like lunch breaks and stuff, I remember once we were like working on this lift. I can't remember what it was. And I had to kneel down and put a hard hat on and they were just throwing spanners and bouncing them off my head <laughs> for about an hour. And that was, he went, that's the best bit of work you've done all day. I can imagine you standing there be like, am I part of the team? Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. pretty much me. And I remember my dad took me down to the builder's merchant and got me like a high vis vest and some, uh, he's never been so enthusiastic about my work and some steel toe cap boots. <laughs> so when was your first big break then on radio? Uh, so I went to, I did... You uh, do local bits first? Yeah, sort of stuff, yeah, I did voluntary radio. I worked um, at a, a, a station at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. I don't know if you know, it's a theme park. Yeah, I know it very yeah. well. You used to date a birth from Blackpool. What a fucking experience Blackpool is. <laughs> wow. Pete is that one mate, especially now when you work, I've got one mate who Pete reminds me of and I think, God, you're going to get me cancelled. <laughs> You're gonna get. I say to the mate when I go out with him, I'm like, please don't put me up on your Insta story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please don't. Please don't tag me in that. Yeah, I worked. At, it was called Kit Kat Radio when I worked there. Uh, Kit Kat, Kat Radio. Radio. And it was more of a. It was more of a tannoy. I've told this story a million times, and people used to come in with a little slip and write the name on it and do a shout out. And I'll never forget the name as long as I live. This woman come in, hair tied up, leggings on, she was smoking a fag, and she went, "Will you give a shout out for our Ebony Louise?" I went, "Yeah, sure." Is it a birthday? She went. No, we've lost her. I've not seen her for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> no! And I'm like, right, you need to go to security. <laughs> We're not allowed to, so you need to go to security. And I always, I'll never forget the name Ebony Louise. I was about 20 year old. Did you, do the, did you do the shout out? No, you're not allowed. They had to tell them to go to security. But it was like that. And I used to do like six hour shifts there. And then I left uni. And my first proper job I covered was Capital Northeast. So the cap, I'm being like geeky but the Capital Network had just taken over Galaxy do you remember Galaxy Radio no. it, was more of a nor- it was more of a northern thing mm. it was this fucking great radio station anyway they took over it and I covered on overnights there the graveyard shift what was what is the graveyard what is actually the I think technique? I was on 2am till 6 oh my oh. fucking yeah. god what, how many days a week uh, I did just a full week Monday to Friday yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. What? Yeah. I bet you were a barrel of laughs at the weekend. No, I wasn't. Fucked when you. I know. Well, I was buzzing because it was like my first proper yeah. radio show. Then I did Capital Manchester. I got weekends there, and then I got sacked after six months. <laughs> Why? Why? So, um, I is I like to think that um, it was because I wasn't suited to them because I know what the type of ra- I always wanted to be on Radio 1 and I was trying to I like to, be- to think I've got a 12 inch cock but I haven't what's the real story because <laughs> I was shy I was <laughs> I was rubbish and I was trying too hard to be Chris Miles Scott Mills and I was trying to be a Radio 1 presenter on Capital which doesn't work so I got sat from there and then I just worked behind the scenes at uh, Radio 5 Live so I used to like write scripts for Richard Baker that's and, sick yeah and um, Victoria Derbyshire I worked oh, with her who was in the castle with on I'm a Celeb and then uh, a mate I lived with, Daryl Morris, who works um, in radio now as well, said that uh, Rock FM are looking for a weekend presenter. And this is your, because you love Rock FM, you're like, here we go. So I sent a demo in, I had to do three minute demo tape and uh, they put me on weekends and then I got, I got drive, I got drive from a, in a mad way. I got pissed for a show. Um, I missed a weekend show, it was the second weekend show I missed and um, basically 
we used to do a collection. It was called Cash for Kids. And it was at Christmas time and they had loads of presents for underprivileged kids. And me and my mate came back from a night out and I said, you can't let me fall asleep. I fell asleep last week and I'll get the sack. So I went upstairs, met a brew, fell asleep and I missed the show about an hour. And the next day... You were in the building? Yeah, in the building, missed the show. (laughs) Next day, the boss pulls me in and... um, he presses play on, he said, why are we late? I said, oh, my taxi didn't turn up, all this bollocks and stuff. And he presses play on CCTV, it was beautifully edited. And I'm asleep upstairs, you see us stumbling in arm in arm. And my mate's downstairs, he's got all these presents open, he's doing the fucking keepy-ups. You remember that Ryan Giggs? Yeah, doing yeah, the keepy-ups. Yeah. The worst one is, he's got this science experiment, right? And he's doing it on the pool table in Rock FM. He's got shit bubbling up. I'm not even joking. He's got white powder all over his face. These kids' goggles on. We were like, we were pissed. Yeah. Very, like, not with it. And he said, you're suspended for two weeks. And then um, <laughs> I had to go and meet the big boss in Manchester. And he'd just started. And he said, I'll be honest with you, I've never heard of you. But I heard your show and it's pretty good. So I got promoted to drive about six weeks after that. Because, basically because he was like, I need to figure out yeah. this kid. And the boss was like, ah, and I, yeah. And then I went and did bits at Radio 1 and, yeah. So you mentioned like Chris Moyles and um, have you got like a radio icon, someone that you think is just the best of the best that you've tried to emulate or you'd, you'd like to have a career similar to? Yeah, there's... there's the th- people that you've looked up to, basically. There's three. There's Chris Moyles. Yeah. I think like his show in the uh in like the early 2000s when i was growing up and stuff was just i mean they had like eight nine million listeners it was crazy and they never played any music right. you're doing really well i've seen your radio figures you're doing i've seen it on your insta and stuff didn't i oh i've seen hits post come on baby um so there was miles scott mills yeah uh and sarah cox so sarah I, cox, yeah, yeah and someone told me ages ago that sarah cox just writes little things down in her notes and then turns it into a story and that's kind of what i do now so them three I used to love Chris Tarrant. Oh, and uh, he was on Capital. He was on Capital Breakfast. Didn't that's how Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah. Didn't they create it on Capital. They did. I don't yeah. know. I just Is agreed. I haven't got oh, a clue. Something to do with that. Him and his mate made it. So this might be bollocks, but him and his mate kind of came up with it on Capital. Chris Tarrant actually came up with it. I'm one. pretty sure. I, I might. I do talk a lot. I do chat a lot of shit. A friend of mine says, the more sure you are, the more I know it's wrong. Because yeah. <laughs> I'll go, no, mate, mate, it was definitely 20 quid. Or, mate, it was definitely 2010. But I think him and his friend came up with it and they kind of still get money for the format because it's massive. In the he world. was joking, but you, but you sort of like came up in a, like in a way that we couldn't really do nowadays, which is like, I mean, I used to get told that Chris Tarrant would have like a cigar in the studio yeah, and he'd have a bottle of whiskey just sort of like chilling there. Yeah. And like, you just couldn't do any of that stuff now. Was it more fun back then? Yeah, I reckon so. And back then, it, you know, people did eight, nine minute links and you just can't do it now. People's attention spans just, they're, they're like, you've got to be like, shut the fuck up, play a song. Yeah. Plus, especially if you've got ads to play. But if you've got a big name, you could do it. But yeah, you hear about people smoking all the time and having, there's, there's a video I watched on YouTube not long ago. Chris Evans doing his morning Friday morning show on radio. I'm with Pat Guinness. Oh yeah, hello. Used to get Guinness delivered. That's a good fucking. See, I'd actually want to do radio if it was still like that. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be fucking, it'd be fucking great. You should do radio. I think you'd be good. To, uh, would you? It would be. A, it would be a struggle to find a show that I would fit into. You'd be surprised. You know what I mean? I'm not like fucking old kids TV presenter over here. Michael Whitehall just told me I should be a kids TV presenter. I think How- that's on record. 
have you got a radio voice like Sam? I did. I got told I needed one when Dave. I started. Hi, it's, it's uh, Geordie George here. I've heard you a few times and you sound pretty normal. Do you know what? It's because I started with a radio voice and they yeah. were like, don't you fucking dare. Yeah. They were like, they were temptation to do it. Oh, mate, so yeah. much. I don't know but why it is either. You used to have to do a radio voice and especially when I, when I first started, they'd... Um, They'd give you a radio name, but mine, and if I had a pound, everyone thinks mine's a radio name, Jordan North from mm. the North. When I was on Capital, when I was on Capital, there was the bass man. Um, the bass, the bass yeah, man? Yeah. How would you intro yourself? He'd, he'd be like, all right, it's Jordan. Uh, the bass man's up next. And he was called the bass man. Who else was, there's, lo there's still people going now. There's very famous people who've still got a radio name because it used to have to be two syllables. If you had but, to give Sam a radio name, what would it be? I think yours is, I think Sam Tom. Sam Tom. That's yeah. quite good, actually. Yeah. Sam Tom. Yeah. I would have gone with Posh Twat, but um, <laughs> Sam Tom works. Oh, yeah. Hello, it's Posh Twat bringing are you, you... Are you that posh, though? I can't work it out because you're a bit he's dumbing, he's dumbing it down, right? So, we, we've, just, we've just had the Whitehalls in, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, mate, I've never felt so common in my life. At one, <laughs> at one point, I genuinely thought they thought I was going to mug them. Um, but now that... I mean, I'm guessing you're a working class background. Yeah, yeah, good dead, guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sam is obviously not, so he's trying to dumb it down a bit now. So we'll start throwing in things like, you know what I mean, Geezer? Yeah. And it just don't work out. I but love when, a we had the white, when the Whitehalls were here, he was like, may I just ask a question? Yeah. So he went back into... You can I can, If you're working class, did you ever sit like, did you ever say to your dad, what's for tea? And he'd say, shit with sugar on. No, no. We'd, be, we'd, be oh. in a, we'd be in a two up two up no, two down. No, see, I've only just talked about two up two downies. I, my grandma had two. I grew up in two, yeah, so two up I, two yeah. downs. So did, whereas, whereas Sam, I mean, listen, your dad was never there for dinner anyway. It was the butler that used to cook it. Um, hey, you were fucking born in jail. No so I'm not having that. Are yeah, you actually? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, fair play. No, no. No, Sam <laughs> tells the story that I was born in jail, raised in juvie, and, and, and that I haven't seen me dad popped out for a packet of fags. <laughs> Um, and he just never came back. Uh, and that's why I still smoke, because I'm just hanging on, hoping he'll come back and he might want one. Yeah. He's trying to connect with the dad that never was. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, we all just had a cigarette before, didn't we? We did, yeah. yeah. It was really nice, actually. I feel like we bonded quite heavily over that. Why do you make everything so weird? It's just, we just all had a cigarette. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? I feel like the energy was quite he's nice. A, he's a sweet boy. A lot of people say this about me, and I get the same vibes. Uh, what do I get called? A Labrador. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. happy and... Yeah. yeah you're like, you're like one of those mangy cats. That like sort of like you just look at it and you go you're an evil bastard you are. Are you talking about like the garbage cat from like yeah fucking, yeah like, Harrison cat yeah. yeah you're the kind of mate you you got a bit of black stuff all over your fur and no one quite knows what well, it is. Everyone needs a mate like Pete. I've got one two actually who just don't give a shit. They tell you as it is. Yeah, he's in this industry. Yeah, mate. but that's there's not enough people like that, is there? Well, this is the thing. Pete's almost become a bit of an icon, George, mm. to be honest. Like people are literally like, where's Pete Wicks, mate? Where you remind me, I did a podcast with uh, John. Marla. He's, oh yeah, he's had it. We did well. it as well. He it, yeah. He's similar, just doesn't care. He's fucking brilliant. Well, when we had Joe Marler on, um, this he was one of the first guests we had, I think, yeah. when we started this podcast. And um Sam sneezed and spat oh. all his fucking shit all over his beard. No, yeah, I mean, also he's and, fucking enormous. Yeah. That's <laughs> terrifying. Like and I genuinely yeah, I genuinely thought that he was gonna crush Sam's skull. <laughs> no, I basically sneeze, but sometimes you know it comes before and you go yeah. and like it, and before you can get your hand up to your mouth, right? I I I didn't get it, so it literally half of it went like that in his beard. And he literally went, oh, 
like that and like everyone paused you know it's that, that yeah. silence like, okay. I don't know yeah. where we're going to go from apart it. from me I went he's just spat in your beard you know I can't believe <laughs> you've done why, that that's why you need a mate like Pete that's what I was saying because everyone else would ignore it and Pete go he's just snotted all over your beard do you know what I do though like quite a lot of the move. time actually so if we're ever out on a night out I'll, you know I'll sometimes knowing that I've got hard, Essex hard man Pete behind me I'll sometimes you know if there's ever an altercation I'll, I'll be like Pete yeah. yeah, he does do that. Push him to the front. And I'm a kicker, you see, Jordan. I'm like one of these. I've, I've never had a fight before, and I once got Ed butted in Preston. That was a nightmare. <laughs> and my mate went, you're not going to let that happen, are you? I went up to him, and everyone looked at me, and I went up and kicked him in the shin. <laughs> no! What did he do? And he laughed, doing? and all my mates laughed, and that was ended the fight. I love he it. He nutted me because I got in his taxi. Like, but cut me eye and everything. So I went up and, and you went up and kicked him in the shin. At least you got him back though, eh? Yeah. <laughs> With your steel cap <laughs> shoes on. And he laughed and all my mates laughed and all his mates laughed. I was like, I'm really sorry. I'm not, I'm not much of a fighter. <laughs> That sounds exactly like that. So you were very it similar. Does. But what I was going to say is that you went for radio because the the absolute love of radio, yeah. right? But then you've turned like you're like <laughs> you're huge TV. Like you you did the jungle. You're presenting shows, mate. Was TV ever an avenue that you were like, this is something I'm going to go? Because we've tried it all, Jordan. We, Fair we, play. We tried everything, mate. Yeah, I mean, I, I still say now, as long as I'm on the radio, I'm happy. Yeah. I, I, I know it sounds geeky, but I just love it. I genuinely love being on every day. It's a privilege. Like, after this today, I'm, I'm covering the chart show on Radio 1. And, like, people say, oh, you don't need to do that. Why? Because Jack, who's great, the main presenter, is off this week. And I'm like, oh. I like doing it, even though I can't count backwards. <laughs> and that's why I would have had a beer. I would have had a beer otherwise, but I've got to be on folks for that. But yeah. Um, is TV any different then for you? Do you go on, do you get the like the nerves? You're like, oh, this isn't yeah, the same. I get really nervous for, for tell. Like, I, I can do radio, I'm fine, but I get really nervous um, on stage. So my podcast, we've been doing tours now and I get terrible stage. Oh, what's that like? Because we were thinking of doing a live tour. You should tour. do a live tour. Terrifying though, isn't it? Uh, it's, Everyone it's, wants us to do a live tour, but the problem is, is that Sam thinks, I mean, when they I first said to say. us that we were going to do a fucking live tour, Sam had the impression that we were going to be doing Wembley. No, I mean, um, stuck, aim high. I get terrified. Saturday night takeaway as well which I love doing. I get so nervous. Before. Really? And you should see me. I'm shaking like a shitting dog before we go on air. We rehearse it loads. But yeah, I kind of fell into TV, but I do Did enjoy it. Did you throw it. up on I'm a Celeb? Well, that's how it all started. <laughs> and again, I, I didn't want to do I'm a Celeb, but um, I, I mean, did I did. You, did you do the Welsh in the castle? Yeah, we was you in the like castle. You got fucked over a little bit? No, because I was, I'm terrified of flying. Oh. So I didn't thought I've dodged a bullet. Have yet. you seen it? I don't like snakes. I've no, but I've it's noticed the funniest a little pattern. Fucking thing I've only been doing about 40 minutes and so far you've kicked someone in the shin, you're terrified of getting a lift and you're terrified of flying. You're a massive pussy. Yeah, that yeah, absolutely. Yeah, literally 40 minutes. Hate confrontation. Do ya? Yeah. Oh big time. And all my brothers. You're are a really in... nice guy, aren't you? Oh, I don't know about that. All no, my... you are. All my so, you. Thank you. All my brothers are in the army and stuff, so I'm completely different yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah, I do enjoy doing the telly. I don't know I stay relevant I've never really thought about it why don't you just keep getting more and more relevant because firstly probably because you are a really really nice guy and you're quite authentic you know what I mean and I think that's really important but also you're just very good at what you do one thing I'll say as well and I think this goes a long way and you do see it it's just don't be a knob don't be a knob that's where I'm going wrong it's just be nice and like to people to like like I was, I was a runner. I was, I've done running jobs and stuff before, and that's in telly way. You start off, and I think it's just the basics. You've just got to be on time, 
be, be on time is Always so important, time. isn't it? It's honestly that's my number one. My, my, my dad was sergeant major, so I had to be. So being on time, do you make your bed when you wake up. I still do. Yeah, oh, so that's so he was never strict with us, right? It was always my mum that give us proper bollockings, and we used to call her Screaming Skull. That was a nickname um, that my dad's nicknamed her. But my dad were always a bit soft, but we'd, like he could never be late. He'd say he'd pick you up from after bowling, say you were 10, 15 minutes late. He'd be like, I said fucking quarter past what time do you need? So I've still got that in me from a kid. Didn't you, didn't you bite your brother's penis? Uh, I bit his balls. Yeah, he put me in a headlock. You do listen to the podcast, don't you? Yeah. yeah. He bit his brother's bollock. Yeah, he's now a paratrooper. <laughs> yeah. so I think I've had something in that. He's, he's what I, they call do you, do you think he tells that story to all the rest of the boys? No, <laughs> absolutely not. And when I meet all his mates, he's like, don't don't fucking tell. He's like, don't be all show busy and stuff like that. Wait, can we? Because I can't. I, I I did listen to obviously, but like I can't remember the ins and outs. He's got you in a headlock, right? Your brother's giving you having a tussle with you. Having a tussle. How have you? How have you got in a position where you've got next to his penis? So he's and you've gone. I'm going to bite your bollocks. We used to wrestle, but this weren't wrestle. This was a full on flight. Uh, full on fight, probably over. The Xbox or something. I don't know. I, I'm, again, I'm lying. I never. Have you tried to... the shin kicking and it hadn't worked? No, there... definitely. I, I say Xbox. I never used to play it. My brother's played Xbox. I were in another room reading Road Doll. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be so honestly. Sit there with James and the Giant. Peach. I, 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 Leave me alone. I Leave me alone. My mum used to go when they'd come in. They'd all come in, scrap him, and go. Shh, Jordan's upstairs reading. Um, <laughs> honestly. Anyway, I can't remember what we're fighting for. And he's got me in headlock and he's proper choking me and I'm banging on the. Dealing, and my mum and dad are just thinking. Oh, we had they had four kids, four yeah. boys. They're just thinking they're ringy, and I was choking, so I thought I'm going to die here. So I just bit his bollock, and I got grounded for two weeks for that. How hard did he bite? A proper, but I went. We well, spent the bollock went, out. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but we scrapped loads, and that was because of a story. Because he, um, when I was doing my GCSEs as well, he used to torment me. We're really good mates now. Um, he. I talked about this on the podcast recently and that story came from it. You know, when you did your GCSEs, you had to have a see-through pencil case. Yeah. So um, I got my pencil case out and I said to the teacher, I said, oh, fuck, I went, I'm going to need a pen and a ruler. And he went, we've told you when you're 11 now, you need to start doing this. I went, I have got it, but I can't use it. He went, why? And I pulled it out and I went, my brother sprinkled his pubes into my pencil case. <laughs> So he'd shaved his pubes the night before, knew I was proper, worked up about this. I think it was a maths exam. Sprinkled his... And I just had a pencil case full of his pubes. That is so joke. I remember I went home to my dad and my dad just burst out laughing. I five him. I was like, fucking hell. Yeah. I'm going to do that to you. I'm going to sprinkle my pubes well, in your mouth. When do you think I'm going to be doing my GCSEs then? <laughs> For sake. Or I'm going to, when am I going to have a fucking pencil I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cook you a cake. I'm going to bake you a cake and have my pubes in the cake. So, it's going, so we're going to be even closer. I'm going to be part of you. I don't know where you. you're going with this because at what point do you think I would accept a cake from you? I don't know. Maybe you are just, it's a cake, isn't it? You love a little pistachio cake, you do. You're not if you, I don't accept anything you do because I think there's going to be a reason behind it. Everything you do is either some sort of fucking way of winding me up. Pete's so on edge now. Like, if I even be like, oh, Pete, like, why don't you come around mine? We'll just, like, hang out. He's like, I never come around to yours to hang out. Like, you're going to be doing something with me. Yeah, I only see Sam if I'm contractually obliged or paid. I know you've been asked something like, how did you just meet? So let's go dating. Of course, mm. yes. Let's go dating. Of course We were both was. unlucky in yes. love. Essex's Lothario hard man Peter James Wicks was uh, he'd be just been dumped for probably cheating and um, 
This and, is not even the and, story. And I, I love it when Sam does this because it's nothing to do with the actual story. And I had uh, just been dumped myself. Um, I just wasn't good enough. And um, basically, no, you got dumped because you cheated. No, I, no, I, Pete, don't start fucking coming to me. They're vicious lies, vicious lies. Basically, I walk over to Pete, and I'm like, and I just see this beautiful looking man, and I'm just like, look, I'm just gonna go and ask him for a couple of tricks at the trade. The trade being picking up ladies, and uh, Pete went, you've got to look at him. So like I started just staring at him. And then and then Pete was like, well, don't do it like that. And then he taught me how to look at women. Oh, okay. Um, that wasn't a scary sort of vibe. And then we just hit it off from there. I always say when I do, I always get asked to do voiceover and I want to do like a Rob Beckett style one because he's oh, he's fucking he makes brilliant. That, he makes he, that he show. ripped us apart. Oh, um, right. well, yeah, he's ripped me apart every time I've done that show. Pete's done it four times. Um, Fair play. He's brilliant. He's he's he is really, really fun. I would love to, to have that kind of That's that what, sort of job because it's he literally gets to go to town on you. Mm. I did it for one show and then they cut it all. <laughs> and they basically and I didn't say it and they basically said we're getting Rob Beckett vibes from this. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Like, it's not that sort of show. I was like, that's so jokes though. I having the the power to do that. You did a voiceover, didn't you? I did. For, I did um, voiceover. What did you do for them? For Ekin Sue and Davide's. Uh, oh, on that TV too. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, the, Ian Stanley didn't want to do it clearly, and uh, no one else obviously would put themselves forward. So I was like, I will. Um, I went in and just like you, I found myself there going tonight, and I was like, fuck, I sound like Ian Stanley, even though I'm not Scottish. It's so hard to not replicate. I myself are hard as well. I was the um, voice of the Malteser bunny over Easter oh, I remember for all the adverts. This. Oh, really? Ago, oh, yeah. I remember that. Um, I think I remember that vaguely. Smooth, I thought that was velvety Rylan. chocolate. Um, I did all the radio, yeah. I thought that was like Rylan. Rylan. Fucking hell, that's worrying. No, I had to do a really low, smooth, velvety chocolate covered in with that extra bite. That's, yeah. That was a few years ago, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, a few it? years ago, yeah. That was, and that's the only, and I've never done any other voiceover work since then because I think it sounded creepy. Well, that what they say creepy? Well, I mean, they used it, but afterwards, I remember hearing it and then thinking, oh, that sounds a little bit weird. Well, actually, on the subject of creepy, Jordan, like, you've obviously, like... <laughs> yeah, whilst we're talking about creeps. <laughs> you're obviously creepy. Um, no, no, that's not what I was saying. What I meant was, we're, we're thinking about sort of, like, guests and stuff like that, and, you know, I want to get some of the TikTokers in, you know, some of the Gen Zers, mm. right? But, like, they're quite young, and, we, you know, we're not getting any older, any younger, sorry. And it's like, do do you think it's like the right move for us to sort of get those TikTok Gen Zers who sort of like, it's almost like we could be their dads I think the podcast? It'd be like a therapy session with Pete. I think it'd be great for them because they live in, and I know a lot of you, because when I was starting out on radio, a lot of people like radio's at each day. Everybody says that and it's not. And then there was the YouTubers and I've worked with a lot of YouTubers and TikTokers are the same. And I'm ch I hope they don't mind me saying this. They're in their own little world, their own little bubble. Yeah. They've got a lot of shit going on a lot of them. Mm. And I think it'd be good to get one of them on here because they just, and a lot of people, so when I was starting out, a lot of people get YouTubers and like now they get TikTokers and put them on TV and radio and they don't quite work. Yeah, quite yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of them struggle. Yeah. They know how to stay relevant, definitely. See, this is the thing. I mean, I feel stress. It's it's. it's you, you like digital? Do you don't. You don't. You oh, I'm. Too much. I'm so bad on social. I'm not as bad as Pete. I'm. I'm awful on it. I'm I don't terrible. like it. To be fair, I don't like it. I fucking hate it. I don't have TikTok and all that bollocks. I, he does all that shit. I've got like a burner TikTok account that I just watch when I'm on the toilet. I don't post anything. Um. So basically, the podcast and Radio One now just send me videos and tag me in them, and I just post, and it keeps me post. I'd never post like me on holiday or anything like that. What is it? You're about great. You're really good. Oh, I love it. Yeah, you know, you're I love, mate, it. And do you know what? That'll that'll keep you relevant. <laughs> yes, it will. See me bringing it back round to the po yeah. podcast. But this is that will definitely. I'd say if you're listening right now, social media will keep you relevant. That got you the Love Island job. There's definitely a Channel Four chat show in this. There is. 
To be honest, we'd be lucky to get a Channel 5 show just after my £600 hamster. Yeah. Right? Because that's the only chance we've got of getting a fucking show. Just before my £600 hamster and I'm fucking my uncle or whatever they've got <laughs> on, on fucking There's Channel low, 5. We, we play a game on the radio called Five or Fake and we come up with some names you've got to work out if it's a Channel 5 show or not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Caravan with Jane McDonald. And you're like, oh, I don't know. Is that actually a really uh, I think she did a boating one, didn't she? She did a boating yeah. one, but not a caravanning one. There's, and, there's, there's, what, there's, there's, a, there's a show on Channel 5 about people who fell in love with theme park Yeah. Machines. In that, I love it. When you're hungover, just put uh, my fav. One of my favourite ever shows is Bargain Loving Brits in the Sun. Oh, it's, mate, I it's a genuinely I fucking love it. And they brilliant. Also, they also did another one that I found on, um, uh, I think it was on Amazon or whatever the other day, which is um, uh, Benefits Britain, where they give, but they give people the full year's worth of benefits, twenty six grand oh, at the time, and so you sign off and see if you can make a business out of it, and then they just let them go to town. And it's fucking brilliant. I'd love that. Mate, it's on Amazon at the minute. I think it's called Benefits Britain. But it's, I just find it fascinating. Is it Ready, Set, Starter? And there's Rich House, Poor House as well. So, yeah. they, so like, there's a... This wealthy, would really open your eyes. There's a, oh, fuck off. There's a wealthy family. Yeah. And then there's a family that are either, like, low income or are struggling and they swap lives. And mm. then the wealthy family goes to live in their house and then they have the same budget. So, like, the, the family on low income have about six grand to spend in a week. They're like, I don't know what to do here. And the other family are, like, starving by Tuesday. <laughs> it, was, it, was a bit, it was a bit like, um, what was that show? Wife Swap. Do you remember yeah, that? It, this was all great telly. That they just can't really do anymore. Why Wife don't they do it summer? anymore? Because it's, too, it's yeah. too risky and there's too much red tape it, now to be able to do a lot of things. It, it all kind of comes back round as well. Like, yeah. It'll be like a lot of that stuff's on Channel 5 now. That's like, Big Brother. Yeah, like Bargain Loving Brits was basically ITV's holiday showdown. Do you remember that? Yeah. They yeah. swap holidays. Yeah, that was good as well. We, uh, well, we did. We did Antiques Road Trip. I got oh, asked yeah. to do that recently. Jokes. It's so fucking it's fun. It's a really big show. Yeah, Pete broke the car. Um, so we had to dump it on a side road. Uh, and I was like, well, I don't know what to do. So we just ran away from it. <laughs> And they filmed it and left it in. Um, and then I fell in love with my antiques dealer, Margie. She was 70-odd years old and actually got her name tattooed on me. No way! Uh, Margie on the show and she tattooed a P on herself. Never had a tattoo before at 73. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, she was great. Yeah. That is how, by the way, I'd say staying relevant is sometimes you get offered to do stuff. Tattoo just, pensioners. Yeah. <laughs> and shows and you think, I can't. And you just got to do it because mm. you've got to. Promote yourself, promote your radio show. That it was thing. fucking awesome. I, you've got really to do fun. them all. If you've got time, definitely do them because you think, I could have a day off, but it's good. You should watch Bangers and Cash. You guys both basically just love Bangers a little bit. My old. uncle Ian's in it as well. Oh, really? And he's like, I've been out with uncle Ian and people come up and I'm thinking they're asking me for a selfie. <laughs> right. and Bangers go, and Cash? Yeah, and they go, are you Ian from Bangers and Cash? And he's like, yeah, that's me, love. And he's, like, he's getting selfies in the pub. Is it's it a bit like Wheeler Dealer? Yeah. So I did their podcast the, the other week, Mike Brewer, who's done that Wheeler Dealer. He's basically had his show for about 20 years across a guy called Wheeler Dealer, which is basically him just buying and selling second-hand cars. Yeah, that's what this is about. My yeah. uncle is on the show. He like gets them from one end of the country to another, and it's all about old cars. I think he's on like... Dave or Watch or something like that. One of my favourite oh. channels, Dave. Yeah. Oh, fucking God, you are so old, Pete. How old are you, Pete? Don't mind me. 34. Oh, I'm 30. Are you nearly 35 I'm yourself, then? I'd say 35. You're 30, I guess. 30, just turned 30, yeah. You're so young. So your podcast, which has been an absolute smash, five years, did you say, earlier you've been going? Yeah. Five and years. And how did what's, what was the premise behind it? How did it come about? Did you sex your boss? No, we, uh, William was, writes a lot of etiquette books and he thought, I'm going to write one called Sex and My Boss. And then our friend who, uh, so basically it's four of us, me and William and two mates behind the scene. 
Ben and uh, Stuart. I forgot his name then. <laughs> yeah, good mate. Uh, yeah. And Stuart said, uh, we pitched it to Radio 1. They were looking for podcasts. And Stuart said, we should pitch you two together. This was before I was on Radio 1. And it didn't get past the first round of commissioning. And we did you know the pilot. feeling. Yeah, we did yeah. the pilot. And my mate was like, you should do this. So we did like, <laughs> the odds, we did, I, I genuinely thought it had last for two series. And when we first started, we were like making the problems and dilemmas up. Or we were getting our friends to like, yeah, yeah, problems yeah. and dilemmas, because that's what the premise is. And then it's just over time, it's just built up. And it's it's mad. Like, it, I just can't believe how big and how many people listen to it. And it mainly helped because we started putting video clips on TikTok, which has helped. And I leave that to all the guys behind the scenes. But I went to New York last year and someone come up to me and they're like, oh my God, I love Help I Sister. That's sick. And I'm like, in New York, that's mad. Blow my mind. But I say as well, it's of everything I do, it's the easiest thing I do. Yeah. Tip up in the week, talk about how my week's been, give some advice and problems and dilemmas. And it's just turned into this. This massive thing. What's the best dilemma you've ever had? Um, oh, mate, some of them are so shocking. So we, the best one that always makes me, like, just, I think, how would you carry on living? A, a, <laughs> a guy, a young lad, was uh, into <clears throat> older men. And he's on Grinder and he's chatting to an older man and they're swapping, uh, like, they're talking about the fantasies and what they like to do to Swapping him. dick pics. Swapping dick yeah. pics, I think, everything you can imagine. And then when they arranged to meet, they swapped face pics and it was his dad. Shut the fuck up. No, no, no. I swear to God. Oh, so William's God. reading the letter and I'm like, I, I, I remember saying, and I'm not like, I remember saying, I think you just should go to therapy or something. <laughs> How would you, what advice would you give to that, Pete? That's probably the one where I'm like, we've had many. <laughs> I mean, what advice would I get? You weren't expecting that, were you? What was his no. penis like? I don't know. Oh, what? Sorry, of, okay. of all the and fucking then, questions. And then right. a load of, and you know what TikTok's like and Insta, loads of pe people were commenting going, this isn't true, it's bollocks. We, I got, our producer to get back in touch like aftercare and they were speaking for a while it was very much I, I did a, um, uh, a podcast called The Dating Show with CC for a couple of years and we did a similar thing like we used to have at the end of the thing like you know dating advice because she was she did first dates for years so she's seen lots of people dating and obviously I've, you know I've dated a fair bit so we just did a bit of a jokey thing and we always used to say listen we're not experts but fucking writing yes, some stuff yeah and it, again, it got to the point where you were getting so much weird shit to come in yeah. that you would literally, some of them we couldn't actually, they were so bad that we couldn't actually fucking say. We had someone write in, and this is the thing, like we, when we first started that, you you'd, would make up little bits that you can just give like rough, random bits of advice that are a little bit funny, mm. but they're not that fucking out there. Like, no. That's when you know it's fucking so out there. Because you had we, one that you were just about to say. Again, we, we find out what stuff is. Like A, a, a woman was going to a friend's house for dinner. They were helping them cook and they went in the freezer and there's two frozen turds in a bag. <laughs> it turned out the guy who was making dinner was into iglooing. And we, I had no idea what iglooing is, do you? I thought you meant like igloos. No, so basically where... I'm so sorry to anyone listening. And this is what we have to deal with on our podcast. It's, I've got to remember, I work for the BBC as well. So it's basically where you freeze your shit and then... Oh, and then, yeah. Use oh, it is that what it's called, iglooing? Mm. Use it as a what? Is it like a dildo? Fuck off! No, doesn't it get? Doesn't You're it? So does, sweet and innocent. Well, it, doesn't it melt? Well, yeah. No, I'm it's thinking. frozen, isn't it? But I imagine, imagine after a little bit of friction, it would start to just soften I think up. You put it in a condom. 
I think. Oh, right. I think I don't yeah, know. Oh, I think I, 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 I don't I, know. I genuinely, is don't that know. the best way to do it, Jordan? I believe so. <laughs> Jordan's face. He, I saw, I saw the. Why did I come on this show? Go through. No, his they, face. I don't forget William, who I do this with, is you know he, prim and I, proper, very prim and proper. I'd never. He, when I first met him, he was teetotal. So he didn't. He had his first drink when he was like 23, 24. Wow. He's never drunk a pint in his life. He's never had a can of Coke. He's never had Coca Cola, Pepsi in his what? life. Yeah, he's very prim and proper. People think it's all a bit of an act, but he isn't. I met him when you were in the jungle. I did his did you your did podcast. podcast. Yeah, and um, he is the loveliest man. He's really sweet. He's he so an, sweet. He is an etiquette expert, and that's that's his main job. He teaches it before the pandemic. Even now, he teaches it. God, can you imagine if you met me? Oh, you'd be fine. Oh, he'd he'd kind of like he would like you in a he'd weird have an sort absolute, of way. Yeah, in a weird sort of way where he has to for a little bit until I go and then go. What the fuck was that? Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Some sort of fucking throwback. In a weird sort of way, I think he would kind of like you. I'd love to hear some of these stories. Yeah, but you, I mean, you hate you hate even having the reviews. You hate reading the reviews. Yeah, Jordan, I don't like... So basically... Sam gets all precious about... What, no, no, Jordan, what happens is, what will happen after this exact conversation, right, is that this will go out and everyone will be like, oh my God, I love Jordan, I love Pete. And they'll be like, Sam can't stop fucking cutting in. No, it, <laughs> he, you, we get all that. You can't live by it. Like, I don't read... Yeah, that's why I was, that's why I was really so precious about my hair when I started because stupidly, the other night, I couldn't sleep. I started reading comments on the radio on Insta page and it was all about my barnet and my hair. What did I'm they like, say? Oh, fucking, looks like he's got a wig on. It looks like a bird's <laughs> nest. It's like, how bad's his comb over? That kind of thing. So now, I'm like dead, now I was dead worried, but someone said he looked like he'd come on an open top bus as well. Bastard. Um, <laughs> some of the best ones that I always get from... So just don't read them. Yeah, see, Sam gets really precious and does read them, but I mean, I, I, I'm mainly... Yeah, the majority of things that I get are fucking horrendous, if you look at Daily Mail and all them sort of things. Because yeah. he looks like he needs a bath... Uh, he's about 60. My favourite one, which my mum actually sent to me because she really enjoys reading him, was he looks like he smells like a horse's hoof. <laughs> and I thought that was... I've never heard that one before, but I, I quite enjoyed that one. You just don't read the comments. You'll learn to grow a thick skin, you will. An old saying that my grandma used to say, if you was everyone's cup of tea, you'd be a mug. Yeah. I love that. Right? If you want to stay relevant, remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not yeah. everyone's going to like you. Look at biggest entertainers in the country, Ant and Deck. Read the comments about them on social yeah. media and stuff. Yeah, we're going to knit their jobs. But they still, me, so. they still attract like six, seven million viewers yeah. every night. Yeah. He, not, no, one's, and no one's ever going to write a nice thing. Aye, right. Very good point. So obviously we're running out of time because we've waffled on about igloo and stuff. Sorry. But, um, uh, no, we really enjoyed that sort of shit. But um, uh, excuse the pun. Very good pun. Thanks. Um, I didn't actually mean it. I, I wish I could take. I didn't actually mean that. That was, that was quite good. Hold one. it. Was Hold it. Um, what is going to be next for you? So you're doing the podcast. Is there something else you want to do? I mean, you've you've done great stuff on TV. You've pretty much conquered fucking radio. Uh, um, I've made it no secret, um, and it's been my life ambition. But there's sport punditry. I, <laughs> pardon? Sport punditry. Sport punditry. No, no, believe it or not, no. One of those things where I've just cut it. It would no. You've got to tread carefully because my very good mate's hosting it. But I've always said I want to do the radio on breakfast show. <sighs> yeah. And I've always wanted to do that. But So it, what have you thought about like sort of poison? What? <laughs> no. How are you going about it? <laughs> well, I think I mean just also say to anyone that's listening now, even if you're not into radio or you haven't listened to Radio One at the moment. Listen to Greg James. Oh, shut morning. up. Don't sit there mate. now and be like, he's just the best. He, mate, he genuinely yeah. is smashing it. He because is. he's on his way out for you to take over. No, is that I what you mean? <laughs> uh, so I've always wanted to do that. But A, it's when Greg decides he wants to leave. Yeah. And then when he does go, it's like, do they want me? Am I a bit on the wrong side of 30 for it? So that's How old are you? 33. 
27 if anyone asks. I love the way he thinks he's on the wrong side of 30 and you're 34. Yeah, same age. Yeah. Oh, same age. Older. So it might not happen, but that's my full life ambition. But if okay. I do that, I'll do that. And is that because that was what Moyles did and that was yeah, Icon? Is that where is that where you see the pinnacle of, yeah. of radio for you would be that? Yeah. And what about TV now that you're a fucking TV star? I don't know about star? I'd love to I've always said this, and it's you know, and everybody you speak to many people in the industry. I'd love to do like a Saturday night entertainment show or a quiz show. But again, I just remembered know. so Jordan came on after Sun last yes. last last season. He was our first person first guest on the sofa. And um <laughs> you went you went <laughs> One eye over there, one eye over there. Who was that to? What the fuck are you going on what about? What are you on about? Are you having a fucking oh, meltdown? Oh, yeah. And Who yeah, was it? No, I said um, there was a contestant on it, and I went, you can't trust him when he's he's got one eye on the door. And he's actually... <laughs> and he was, um, it was. And I got loads of shit on Twitter. <laughs> and he we panicked. put for a break. I looked at my Twitter, which I shouldn't have done. I was like, um... I'm sc- Heem str- Sam Strain not to laugh. Who was? I felt really bad. And then I actually messaged someone from his family because they messaged me on Twitter and I said, look, I'm really sorry. I just made it worse. I just made it worse. And, oh. I, just, someone, and I went, I didn't even know. I, I, I didn't even know. I just went, well, he's got one eye on the door, hasn't he? And, and, and he's... And he said it live. Know. And the funny thing is, he didn't know. I'm so So me and Inja turned like, oh my God. And then he goes, he goes, no, that was a really good segment. And he goes in the tweet, he goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 it was didn't a, mean it, and it was completely innocent. It was the funniest. Oh, fucking I forgot thing. about that, and I got loads of crap. But I remember messaging someone from his family. I think it was his family. <laughs> yeah, you've really just gone for it, mate. You've gone really red as well, mate. You're same oh, colour as the uh, as the sofa. <laughs> Jordan, it's been a fucking pleasure oh, having bless you here, you. mate. It's Thank you. I know you're so busy giving us the time. It's very, it's very sweet. Look, I'd love to, next time, I'd love to go for a beer with you. We'll have to have oh, a beer. Oh, yes. We'll definitely have a beer. Yeah, but we had this problem with Laura Woods. She, she said she wanted to go for a beer. We then followed that up and she didn't reply. Yeah, and you've seen what's just happened as the Whitehall's just left. Sam thinks he's popping around for tea. <laughs> what he'll now do is just harass them, but it's one of them things people politely do when they go, yeah, yeah, we'll go for a drink. They don't really mean it. Sam thinks everyone I, means it. Yeah. I, yeah, I, don't, I think we're on to one we'll here. Go I think we'll do it. We've got a lot in common. It'll keep our agent happy as well. Yeah. Shout out, yeah. Seb. Well, you'll probably see each other. Nah, fuck Seb and John, the old chuckle brothers. Fuck them. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Actually, do you know what? I just need to. Oh, quickly... you with Johnny? Johnny? I'm with Johnny and Seb. Johnny and Seb. Oh, because I need a bit more help than you, mate. Yeah, they've that. had to bring Actually, in. just on that note, then, being with the same agency, um, are you the reason that Sam gets no work then? Because. <laughs> Is that the main? Because I know you've been complaining about. Him Do you know who I said my nemesis is? You know, I've got like a, a work nemesis, yeah. Roman Kemp, and he did make. And the funny thing is, he didn't even know I existed when I went when he when he was my work nemesis. I'd literally be like that fucking Roman Kemp. Yeah, and he used to have the same agency as we were all. Like, yeah. he, mate, he's lovely. He'd walk past me like, "You're right, mate." Oh, he's great. Yeah, <laughs> and I'd be like, "You wanker! No reason at all. No reason You'll at have, all." Apparently, um, someone very famous on the list. You'll always have that throughout your career. They'll be like, if. You you don't get it, it'll be someone else. Yeah. And it's so true. Who's yours then? Roman Kemp. <laughs> if I don't Both. get something, and he's, do you know what? He's actually, a, I'm not just saying it, he's a good guy. He is a nice guy. We did a weakest link together, and it's the first time proper met, and we had, we had a good few beers. You got to Glasgow to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we both did that. We, well. and, he, and we had a good few beers, but it's if I don't get something, it's usually Roman, but I think you'll get. It's so funny, like, though. It's, it's like actors as well. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm yeah, sure yeah. if Taron Edgerton don't get somewhere, it'll be someone else. Yeah, yeah. But he always gets that job. Just really briefly, because I know you've got to go. Um, 
I also, so Jordan is the guy that I stole his seconds with his clothes. Stop. <laughs> yeah, it's Jordan. Oh, my. Yeah, it's so basically. Do you not know, you know this? So you know you have this stylist, right? Oh, right. I don't, I've never spoke publicly about my stuff. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Well, look, I've the spoke. The amount of shit I'm going to get from this now. Uh, I, I spoke about your stylist for you All right. a few months ago, basically. But I don't know if you use her anymore. You've probably yeah, got Sarah, on. she sought me out for Big Weekend. So, so basically. <laughs> Basically, I got told when I went on on after sun, they were like, mate, you look like shit. Right. They were like, you've got to go and get a stylist, right? And said, so went, don't worry, I've got you. And so basically, I got this lady called Sarah, who is absolutely Fantastic. lovely. And um, and it's so funny because I looked at myself in the mirror and I went, and Seb showed me a photo of you and I went, fuck me, I look like a smaller Jordan. <laughs> And look at us now. We're wearing the same fucking open top shirt. So, right. And I did that. And if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, you've got a stylish, you tits, right? I, someone said the same thing to me. And it's the best money I've ever spent. All they do is you think you know what you look good in and you tell them what you like. And Sarah's always trying to get me to venture out a bit. And then she'll, she'll get you somewhere. And then you, you see yourself on telly. You're like, this is why everyone has a stylist or a yeah. costume department. Because it look, they know what looks good on telly. Mate, it was the best thing ever. Though. You walked in, I went, fuck me, we're wearing the same shirt. We were. <laughs> so, yeah. so what you'll find out next week is Sam will be wearing that exact black shirt. Um, I do on, that, actually. I do do that. I do that. So basically, I'm not Seb, our agent we've mentioned. I copied this off him. He, we went for a meeting the other week. I went, where's that from? He went, Arquette. So I went in Arquette and got it. <laughs> I love it. I do that with Pete. Yeah. I do that with Pete. If Pete ever buys anything, goes, oh, I like this hoodie. I'll, I'll go and get it as well. Pete it's like, I have got two dickheads with me right yeah, now. Yeah, but you've got two dicks. Jordan, who works for the BBC. <laughs> Jordan, it has been a fucking pleasure having Thank you, mate. You. Thank you so much. And if we, or if I could be anything like you, oh, I would be so happy. That's really sweet. Bless um, yeah, that's really sweet. But um, I'll just be your mate. Do you know what I mean? Nice I'm, I'm quite happy with that, pal. And if you want to go for a beer, we'd love to. We'll definitely get that beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get in touch because Pete doesn't normally sort of do the DMs. So I'll DM um, and then... We're not a couple. We are, though, really. <laughs> He literally talks for us now, like we're an actual couple. It's sweet. When we do out the deck shit, we've got our own side. We're not oh, I've got Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, to be fair. We're, we're really trying. We're really trying. So we thought it, we'd have to do decide that both of us look least bald on. So that's how we picked it. <laughs> is it Pete and Sam or Sam and Pete? Pete and Sam. Yeah. Do you know what? You've, all, you, you've said to me for a long time that he's a really nice guy and he's a thoroughly, thoroughly nice guy. Um, I do think he was only here because you had the same agent. So do I, but he put in such a mammoth shift as well. Yeah, there was a point halfway through where I think he regrets being here um, and he will probably have a go at his age. <laughs> um, who will then have a go at you. Yeah, yeah, that's the best thing. I've literally, I've, I've, I've begged, borrowed and stolen to have Jordan on this podcast. I can't wait for our agent to turn around and be like, never again. How never do you again. feel? Is there, is there like a bit of rivalry within the agency because obviously you, Jordan and Roman, because he mentioned that that's his sort of nemesis as well um, because obviously presumably those guys are so much better than you do you think it's hard for you to get any work when you're competing within your own agency I, I, what I was going to say I do feel like I <coughs> almost shot a little bit too high with the nemesis if if Roman's Jordan's nemesis mine needs to be far lower I was like oh wow I've really shot for the stars there with my nemesis Nemesis. Yeah. Yeah, I think you should stick with the original Nemesis, which is Jedward. Yeah, I think Jedward, I'm coming for you. But no, he's the nicest guy, and it's, he's almost too nice. You know when you're sitting there going, I just want to just hug you. 
Yeah. He's basically done everything that you want to do. He mate, but also you see how much he loves what he does. Like, yeah. I rate that so highly. I think that's so cool. Like, he's like, I've always just wanted to do radio. Yeah, I just want to get paid. I thought we can say pissed. And Thank you for listening. Follow us on YouTube. We come out every single Friday. I think you subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe, actually. You're on supposed YouTube. to be the one that knows all. Yeah, I know I'm panicking now. Subscribe on YouTube. We come out every single you Friday. Plane. We have extra, we have extra bits everywhere. Um, so you go, you can follow us on TikTok at staying relevant TikTok. Follow us on Instagram at staying relevant Instagram handle. And um, we really, really like you. Yeah, like, rate, review, and all that crap as well. Ta-da. You legends. Insanity Group.